Hi, and welcome to Niche Potentials Podcast. Um, we are here today with, um, with Alex um, from Restless Development, and we are about to undergo our second interview of what it's like moving to the cloud. Um, so firstly, hi, Alex. Hi. Um, what we're going to do, we're just going to kick off with getting you to introduce yourself and um, what, who are Restless, what they do, and what's your role in the, in the organization. So take it away. Hi everyone, um, Yeah, my name is Alex Stewart and I work for Restless Development, who are an international development agency who work with and for young people to kind of lead their own change in development. Um, so my role is working with our senior management team um, and I also help with internal comms and also work with our people and performance team, so it's a bit of a, a bit of an everything role. Um, and yeah. Nice. Um, don't worry, I had this problem before where um, <laughs> when you're so engrossed and listening, I keep forgetting that this is a podcast and not a video recording, so I'm here nodding my head and I'm just like, right, is it, like, I've got to do more listening skills here. So I am listening to you, don't worry. Um, so how long have Restless Development been around for? So we started in 1985, but we were called I think Students Partnerships Worldwide, and then in 2010, we became Restless Development, had a bit of a rebrand, kind of realigned it and like what we were focused on and um, yeah, just kind of bring it up to date with the work what work we were doing. Nice. And you're based a lot around the world, correct? We work in ten countries around the world. So we work in the UK, US, um, and we also work in six countries in Africa and two in South Asia. Nice. And what's it like communicating with them? Because being around the world it must be quite Difficult with communication. Yes. Um, yeah, I think logistically quite challenging. Like, I think we, some of our countries hardly ever meet. So in terms of like the US and India, their two time zones yeah. almost completely miss each other in terms of working hours. Um, the others aren't quite as bad as that, but yeah, it's still a bit of a challenge to kind of communicate remotely, take in like all yeah. the different factors of that. Um, so what we're going to do, um, we're going to focus this session um, on talking about how you guys operated before. Because yep. um, we know you now with Google Apps, um, so, but right now we want to kind of focus on what life was like before Google Apps. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about the system you're on, like how was everything set up before? So when I first joined in 2013, we had a physical server in the London office. Yep. And as part of that, we had a kind of common drive on there for the London office and all of our emails were on Outlook and all our emails I think went through that server but for the global organisation and I think at that point we had about 300 staff so yeah there was a lot of pressure being put on this one server and also that we were kind of disconnected from our country programmes in terms of files and sharing that way so yeah not so you, you mentioned there that you had um, too much overload on the server. What other problems um, rose from that kind of difficulty um, of having everything on one system? Well, it just kind of, yeah, the, the fact that we, we only had, could only access files that people in London could access yeah. and put on there. Um, and yeah, it also got, it got really complicated, the file structure and the way that on physical servers it has really big like links and the links can easily get broken and then yeah. you can kind of lose access to files um, and yeah and then the kind of pressure being put on through all the email traffic and 
I think there was a, a couple of occasions where, say, someone was just a bit wrong with the server or something had shut down slightly. It can come back on, but if it happened to be a day later, that means that no one could send emails globally yeah. for a day, and that kind of really impacted on us when, yeah, our whole kind of organisation relies on being able to communicate to each other. Yeah. So who who was in charge of managing the server? Did you have someone in house, or did you have to rely on external members? Or yeah, so we had a external um, IT support, his name's Sam, um, and he's yeah helped us with our IT for a long time, but we've never really had like a full-time IT staff member. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, I don't know if that's quite common for a lot of charities, so it's like when you've only got a limited pot of money to another side, yeah. where to spend that and how to spend it, and yeah, IT staff member just kind of thought external support seemed like the best option. How, how um, reliant was was he? Because um, I know with external members, it's hard to all the time get hold of them because they're most likely contracted to different organisations. Um, so whenever there was a problem, was was he quite quick to sort things out? Was most of it was it him having to come into the office, or could he do everything remotely? Or I think um, in terms of reliability, he was really really good, and he yeah, like really did prioritise. He felt like he really prioritised us when we had problems, which yeah. was great. Um, I don't know if it can ever quite reach the level of if you've got someone in the same office yeah. and has um, the kind of internal knowledge of how everything works and operates and how different teams work together. So I think it was really, really good, but whether that's ever quite as good as having an internal person, I'm not sure. Did you ever kind of learn anything from him? So when he wasn't around, you guys could take over and kind of manage it yourself? In terms of the server, not so much. I think that's kind of was maybe like one step too far in yeah. terms of our IT knowledge, but um, slightly more generally, like like the internet or troubleshooting on Outlook could, yeah, definitely build quite a lot of knowledge in that area. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've we've touched upon a number of um, of pain points of the server being overloaded, um, having to rely on external staff. Um, was there any any other thing, any <coughs> sorry <coughs> was there any other kind of causes that made you kind of consider that you need a change or was that the main the main points I think that's probably the main points but then also that I think as a growing agency and wanting to be at like the height of our game and like being as effective as we could yeah. we also just wanted to do better and I think we thought that like even though there were specific problems we also wanted to be able to collaborate more share files more and just yeah, yeah become better in a kind of the internet no <laughs> yeah just be, 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 become, become better in terms of yeah. our technology yeah so what was the next steps for restless development so you, you found your your pain points what then happened how did you then go from understanding what's out there and understanding what you needed to do to move to the other side or to the next destination so we worked with up to kind of look at our, the current systems we had and then also to look at the different options that were out there in terms yeah. of the cloud system um, and yeah and trying to identify if there's anything that if we did want to move to the cloud whether anything had to be put in place beforehand to make sure that that was really effective when, we, yeah. when the move did happen um, and also we kind of had like internal surveys and um, worked with our coach programs to make sure that like what their key problems were we did yep. quite like an in-depth um survey of, of all the IT across the whole agency. So did kind, they of, have the things, kind yeah. of did they have kind of similar problems to how what you guys were facing in the London office or were their problems a lot more worse? Um similar problems in the sense of 
that emails were kind of linked to London, and yeah. so if something was a bit wrong with our server, then it, then it, it ended them. Yeah. But also, I think we had um, the kind of common drive and on the server, so we could share files that way. And it was much more common, I think, in some of our offices around the world, to more save files on your computer and then kind of send them to each other that way, or USB pens. And yeah, I think it's just it. Yeah, there was definitely something that had to be fixed that to try and share files more and be more collaborative. How's um how is the internet connect- uh, connectivity like um, being out in different countries, especially um, in Africa and Asia? Yeah, I think it varies quite a lot. Um, yeah, I think it's um, definitely improving, and but also I think some of the best systems are still really expensive because yeah. of like, kind of supply and demand. So I think it's um, definitely getting better. But yeah, some of our offices, and especially some of our offices, are really remote as well. We've got. Um, I say we're in ten countries, but I think we have we have a lot more offices than that. Um, we have like maybe four or five offices in some countries, yeah. and yeah, if there's like three people in one office, it was kind of they might have a lot worse internet than an our kind of like head office in let's say Uganda or Tanzania. So we've we came in and helped you kind of understand what's out there, and we reviewed with all the different country programs. Um, how did that feel um, to rest us when we were mentioning things like the cloud? Like, cause hardly anyone understands the cloud, um, especially um, charities who don't really have a lot of IT knowledge. Um, so, what, so what was it like for you personally, as well as members of your staff, understanding what the cloud is? Were there any like, panics or anything? Um, I think there was definitely like excitement and appetite for it. But yeah, there was definitely, I think it was just really important for us to make sure that it worked for the whole agency like yeah. I think if there's maybe 20 people sat in one office in London say like it could maybe feel that it would go really well and it'd be really effective and I think we just make, wanted to make sure that the solution definitely suited like our 300 staff across 10 countries and that yeah. was kind of our most important thing but yeah I think there was definitely excitement and a desire to move on to something better. So it was more kind of um, excitement than oh no we're moving to something that we don't know Yeah, I think it got to the point where I think like it just yeah it wasn't really quite working in terms of all the the pressure points we talked about and it just yeah it definitely got to the point where people just like desperate for something new I think and so mostly excited. So we 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 recommend um, we talk about a lot with these clouds the two main um, powerhouses Um, we've got Google on one side and we've got three six five on the other. What made Restless sway to Google? Or was that something um, that was, was that discussed in house with a lot of people? Or was it more discussed with the CEO? And yeah, I think that was a discussion our kind of like senior management team had to yeah. make sure that it really suited us. Um, I guess the advantages of Google seemed to be that I think it was free to create new users. Um, you got quite a lot of free space, and also that for because we didn't have any full time IT staff, yeah. the kind of back end system of how you're managing it and create new users yeah. seemed really simple. Um, and I guess yeah, the, this kind of suite of things that you got from the kind of the different um, kind of Google Docs and Google Sheets to email Hangouts, like that. I think that's the whole variety. Like yeah. I think all under one roof seemed like a good option. Um, although the, the potentially were also other decisions <laughs> that went into that. <laughs> so you you went for Google in the end. Um, how was when telling your whole organization that it was Google who you were going with? 
were they more excited over it being that than 365 or were they not really that bothered about it and they just were more excited of just being somewhere else than what they were actually on because um, a lot of people that we know when we deal with um, most of the time with small organisations I know you guys are like 300 plus um, but a lot of the kind of senior people from all different country programmes from people we deal with whether they're in a different country or in a different office in London they kind of all group together and kind of everyone kind of throws their pros and cons of what system they want was that with you guys or was it kind of this is how we're going um, and people are like yeah we'll, we'll, we'll back you 100 ways 100% whichever way you want to go I think people were generally happy to like we had been on kind of Outlook and using Microsoft beforehand um, but we did have a kind of like consultation and we yeah. gathered any kind of worries people had like I think a couple of things were around yeah, it all being based on the internet and how that would work practically yep. and whether our data was fully protected and kind of how that would work and yeah, so I think like people were excited, had a few kind of questions, nothing that was kind of like a deal breaker, but yep. yeah, I think we didn't Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um so the next steps that we normally go through when we when we get the word from you guys what system you want to go to is we start planning out um, things like training to get people more used to the system. How, how did you and your team, in London anyway, how did they find the training? So I think, yeah, the, the training was really useful and I think it was, yeah, a kind of really good broad overview of the kind of things that Google offered and um, how to kind of work on email and calendar and drive the kind of key components. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because we received the kind of training of trainers so then we had people in London who then delivered that training remotely to our country officers, um, who they then delivered it in country. So it was quite a, quite a long kind of training <laughs> pro- progress between um, to get everyone trained. But yeah, no, it was, it was really useful to get that kind of support on what the key questions might be and to yeah. try and um, preempt it before it even came up. Did it put a lot of people who did have those slight doubts or moving to the cloud, did the training help them understand it better? Or, um, because I know they were excited either way, but I know with a lot of people talking about something and then actually experiencing it does um, help a lot. So how, how was yeah. it with your staff? I think a lot of people had been on Outlook for quite a long time, so yeah. it was a little bit of a change, moving on to the Google email platform. Yeah. Um, nothing hugely different, but even just like the tiny things, like, oh, we can't do this anymore, or like... Or we can't do that, then it's like, well, you can do this, and I don't know. Do you know, yeah, so do you know like, yeah, just, just, just the fact that it's a bit different, and but yeah. not necessarily worse, and that most things that you think you can't do, there probably is some sort of solution to get around it. Or so I think it was, yeah, it was definitely useful. And we did a, we ran a survey, a staff survey about a few months ago to kind of see like how yeah, the moves went, and yeah. I think something like, I think over seventy percent of the people said that the training they received was like the right amount, and. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think considering there's so many staff, the fact that most people were generally happy with the kind of level they got was 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 kind of we're happy with that. That's nice to know. Because um, I never really, I was obviously I was the one that um, helped you move across. So I never really, I chased up with you a couple of months afterwards. But I guess uh, it's nice to kind of let some time pass to kind of get more of a better understanding. Yeah. Because um, we know sometimes that um, when you ask them about a week later. Some people are not used to the system still, so they'll be like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And then yeah. a couple of months later, they'll be like, oh no, we're back again. 
And then if you leave it too long, then they'll kind of think that when kind of like oh, we moved you now, that's it. So I, I guess it's kind of nice to kind of have those kind of time yeah. milestones to kind of ask everyone how they did get on. Um, so we, we moved, we're now on the stage where you guys are in Google. Um, we touched upon you doing a survey a couple of months back. Um, what's life like now um, for you um, being on Google? Um, mainly your friends and colleagues and, and the rest of the London office. I think it's it's hugely better. Like we we collaborate and communicate a lot more. Um, yeah, it's so much easier to kind of talk to staff in different countries. Yeah. Um, we had like hangouts has meant that we can quickly chat to someone, like kind of instant messenger. You could ask a quick question or send a link to someone. You don't necessarily have to send an email. So yeah. I think that's reduced that traffic quite a lot. Um, and we're kind of varying how we communicate with people. Um, and then having access to files, I think that's still something that people are getting the hang of and something that's taken a little bit longer just to change yeah. how we work and yeah, how we want to be working together. But yeah, that's definitely made a huge difference as well. Like being able to access files on the go and yeah, like send links to files. And I don't know, the way that they all, or the whole platform and app system works together is like really complementary. And I think, yeah, it's really changed how we all work. So for the members who are still getting their head round of how sharing permissions work and yeah. collaborating and storing data, um, is that more of a, um, a individual kind of um, reason why they're still kind of still learning now, or do you think it's something that um, we could have done differently um, with the training and stuff? Do you think that more training could have been um, better, or do you think it would have been? Well, what could we have done basically to make that happen so that they wouldn't have to still yeah. be learning? I think, to be honest, I think a lot of it is kind of just ongoing things as well. I don't think there's anything particularly that was like could have been done much better. Yeah. One thing is that we've kind of we want to improve internet in our country still, and that's definitely still a ongoing ongoing thing, and that's like just for us to do internally. Um, training wise, we we're still kind of pulling out like the, the key areas that people are struggling with mm-hmm. um, and yeah and based on like the survey like we got a few more ideas of like if there's any particular areas and um, what we're going to do to fix it but I think almost you almost need to play on a system for six months to figure out what you don't get and what you yeah. do get and, and I think things like email and calendar people are really happy with but I think the, the drive is just really different to what we were on before um, so that's just taking a bit of time but yeah, and I think we've also just we're trying to encourage people to Google it a bit more, like in terms of <laughs> that there is a lot out there as well, and yeah. I think it's just trying to yeah get people to not just rely on um, really like restless development specific resources, but more saying like there's a, a wealth of information on the internet that you can access, and it'll tell you exactly how to do something that you're not sure about. So yeah, it's a it's a kind of mix, but I don't think it's. Um, it's probably quite normal. <laughs> if I remember rightly, you were um, one of the people who took the training and made your own kind of guides, if I remember that rightly. Yes. Do you still do those, or is, uh, did you kind of leave it out there or stuck to Googling things? Um, yeah, no, I think we, we, we're definitely going to do some more on the back of like, the survey we did um, and the kind of feedback we got from that. Like, um, I've started doing the kind of like screen shares so where you can do like really short videos yeah. specifically on how to do one thing and then yeah and it seems to I've started trying out doing that just so that they can um, really see 
yeah, a slightly more interesting way than maybe just like reading a document. And it's not. Yeah. Doesn't. Some people. Yeah, it doesn't exactly look. Yeah, well. definitely. So is that the reason why you're doing it yourself? Is that because you're more trying to adapt it to your team because you know them, or is it because that type of tutorials and guides are not out there? Which one is it more of? I think maybe a bit of both. So our the one I just did recently was about finding our the shared folder for yeah. restless development which we've called restless root and but when someone first starts you have to like search for that in the search bar and then it'll come up and then you can add a star so that you've got a shortcut for it but yeah like that exact process isn't online anywhere that's very much unique to what you need to do as a restless yeah. development employee um so to have that in a kind of one minute video to show someone how to do that process yeah it just seems like best way to do it for us I think and yeah I just quite like doing things like that as well so I mean, that <laughs> so do you, do you feel that's something that we could I know I, I've already said before prior to this that we don't really want to talk about up, um, but I'm kind of breaking the rules here um, do you think that's something that we could have done to kind of help you guys out more by like making guides and videos or do you think that it is mainly dependent on who we're dealing with and how people learn differently yeah I think that it was for us and kind of working with you guys as well the priorities we identified was making sure there was basic training for the new platform getting people onto the new platform it was yep. minim- minimal disruption um, and doing it in a kind of reasonable time frame and I think given that kind of brief if we'd focus too much on kind of really advanced training also it might have just ended up sat there with no one using it and it's almost better now that we can we did the kind of the basics yeah. people have been using it they're starting to figure out what they really like what they're struggling with a little bit and then we can kind of use that feedback and really come back to the training I think yeah I, f- I feel like we could have made a million guides and yeah. they might have just sat there and not been used um, so I think I don't know I, I feel like it went it was probably the kind of right balance right, yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice to know. Um, so, overall, um, you happy that you moved to Google, or do you feel that there's you might have been better with three six five, or do you feel that the old system was the better way? Because I know there was improvements, and there's also people still adjusting to it. So, is the the time spent on helping those people and adjusting is that worth it with Google, or do you think it wasn't worth it in the end? No, I think definitely worth it. Like. Personally, I think it's amazing, and from the survey as well, I think the final one of the final questions we asked was around comparatively, do they think Google's better than the system we had beforehand? Yeah. I think it's like seventy five percent of the people were positive, so they thought it was considerably better or better. I think maybe ten percent were neutral, and then ten percent were kind of maybe thought the old system was better, but. Yeah. I think that was maybe like I think it's just normal that people pick it up at different speeds, and I think we're like about ninety percent of people either happy, pretty happy, kind of with what we have now. Yeah, that's a definite, definite improvement. That's that's nice. that's really nice to know. because yeah. um, we we always want to kind of like our, our main mission is just to help as many charities as we can, and we we don't we hear like our. Um, it went well and all that, but as I said, that was that's mainly like a month or two after. So it's really good to have someone like you who we worked with ages ago 
kind of come back and still yeah. hear that the system is doing really well and that you know, not had that kind of panic and saying, right, we need to revert back or right, we need to change. So yeah, not, not, not a single ounce about everything. <laughs> so understanding that is really, really good to know. Um, so if you had a minute to say to whoever's listening today um, why they should move to the cloud, what would, you, what would you say to them? What would your advice be to them? It doesn't have to actually be a minute, but it's just one sign that came into my head. Um, I think it will... (laughs) Just, uh, it could be like, um, so say if you were talking to your previous self Mm -hmm. back last year before you moved, um, if you could tell, if your head was still back then, you were like, I don't know, like, what is the cloud? Picture yourself like that. What would your advice be to your, your younger self? Yeah. Um, I think it will improve the way you work with your colleagues, whether they're in the same office, in different offices, the same country, or across the globe. Um, yeah, it'll definitely improve the way you communicate with each other and collaborate with each other. I think kind of even one step further, but actually be able to work on the same document online yeah. was amazing for some of us that you could have someone in India, someone in the UK work on the same document. Um, and yeah, like the improved access to files through the drive was, has been really brilliant for us. Um, and yeah, just kind of, it just, I think it's just a more, it's a more modern way of doing things and it's the way, I don't know, it feels like the way it's all, it's, it's all going and that's, yeah. it's important to I think run with the the tide of that and not to be too far behind the kind of latest initiative. So yeah, no, I think it's been it's been really pivotal for for us as development and I think it would be for any organisation if you put the kind of like the time in to make sure it works for your company. Yeah. We've had your advice now of what you would say to other people. What would your advice be to us? Um, like how how was it working with us? What do you think we could do in the future? Um, so generally how was it working with us that did we help you along the way or yeah I think it was a really positive experience um, we like I said we weren't IT experts we didn't know everything and you definitely took the time to kind of be really patient with us answer any questions we had really supportive throughout the whole thing and yeah really took the time to make sure that what we were doing really worked for us like so our, I think our main priority was like minimising disruption. Yeah. So even though that took a tiny bit longer, it was like working with us to make sure we got the best solution. Um, and also like really getting to know like us as people and like our organisation and yeah, I don't know, it, it, it felt like we kind of had a really good working relationship and I thought that was like a really good experience. Um, I guess, yeah, in terms of advice, just like continue doing that. Like I think it was, it almost didn't feel like working on kind of like an external part of towards the end of it because it's just kind of, yeah, like it was a really good day-to-day experience and yeah, I just think it, it went really well. I must say, when I was working at your office, it, it felt really kind of like welcoming, welcoming, welcome, is that the word? Um, <laughs> it, felt, it felt like your office was actually my office, like every time I kept coming around, it was just like, oh, where's my chair? Like, it's like I just come in and just sit down, um, so that was really nice to, um, to, to be with. And based on my first migration, I was, I was a bit panicky and having you guys kind of relaxed and friendly, it actually helped me be able to help you and do my job well. Um, so I'd like to say thank you and to you and your team. Um, 
especially you and Gene Carter, um, who unfortunately has left you guys, but... He's not gone far, though, so... He's not gone far, but you, you guys uh, were a great bunch, and it was really nice working with you guys, too. Me, too. Um, so, yeah, um, we're going to leave it there today, because um, we're running out of time. Um, so I just want to end it here by saying thank you, Alex, for coming down and taking the time. Probably having me. Um, anytime. Um, and, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy listening. I hope you've taken what Alex has said um, for those who are considering moving to the cloud. And I hope that we will hear from you or you make your own way there. But it is a good benefit to move into the cloud. And we hope you get there in the end. Um, so, yeah, thank you, guys. Um, enjoy your day, evening, whenever time you're listening to this. Um, but, yeah, over and out.